now beaming into Nerd FT Radio. Welcome to another episode of Nerd FT Radio. I'm your host, RSG, aka Gutter Juicer One, and I'm here with Crypto Crier, aka Gutter Juicer Two. Gang gang. Gang gang. <laughs> and we are here with two very special guests, Richard, the co-founder and community manager of the Woody's project. And on the other side, on the other chair, we have Chris Wallace, the founder of uh, co-founder of Woody's, as well as the founder of Ultra the Ultra Dow. So super excited to have both of you. How are you guys? Good, thanks. Thanks for having us. Yeah, doing doing great over here. Absolutely. So right before we get into everything with you guys and Woody's, we're going to go ahead and do our small segment of VV and DeFi kingdoms. So on the VV side, yet again, uh, uh, me and Cryer, we just can't, we just can't win right now. We can't win. We're not pulling anything. Um, not a lot of people in NRN are pulling anything either. But on the VV side, we do have a first appearance of. Myra, I don't know how to say this, Cryer. How do you how do you pronounce this name? Myra, Myra McTaggart. McTaggart. So McTaggart. As you all know, I'm a very massive Marvel fan, and this is the first time that I'm stumped. I have no idea who this is, but <laughs> it's Marvel's Uncanny X-Men 96, and it's going maybe to you'll, feature. Maybe we'll maybe we'll win this time. Maybe maybe I'll, maybe I'll win, and then I actually have to read this comic. Um, there, there is going to be two VV exclusive covers. It's again, once again, going to be the rare and ultra rare covers. Uh, this drop is going to be on Friday, March 11th at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern in a blind box format, as always. And right before we get into DeFi Kingdoms, just remember, go on Twitter, at VVWhenQ. Just do it every single day. All right, Cryer, what's going on on DeFi Kingdoms? Because I know you got a lot. Oh, yeah. So all the fun stuff. Um, since last time so we had an ama with design team um, that was a lot of cool stuff we had the all of our secret snapshots that we've been waiting for finally came out we had gold stamina hp mana potions dropped attunement crystals golden eggs lesser chaos crystals enhancement stones and tickets for gen zero raffles and those were all um, snapshots that if you owned what all those things so does that mean I'm getting something? Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Do you have oh, any extra go in look. the bank? I, you got I'm any extra go in look. the bank? Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, Let so we go. had all these, um, you know, they've been talking about these sneaker snapshots they've been taking over the course of the past couple months, and now they're just finally dropping them all out, which is super cool. They also launched, uh, talked about launching the um, DFK chain. Okay, so something that's been Ooh. super interesting with how they've been kind of playing their cards at the beginning is they launched on harmony which was a relatively not well known and not very much used chain um and now they've taken up and are pretty much responsible for 80 percent of the liquidity on the harmony chain um so you know they're kind of maxing out that that chain in the sense that um you know it was just how axie did axie had to come in they had to make their own chain just because it's such a encompassing game that um, you need to have your own ledger system. So uh, again, they they are 
launching on um, AVAX, and what they're going to be using is a subnet for AVAX. So all the transactions for the uh, the game will be on their own blockchain. Um, so very interesting stuff. Um, and Jewel will be used as the gas token in this system. So it's another mechanism of burning Ooh. and also used to collect fees uh, and going back into the uh, the token. So it's going to be deflationary. So super cool stuff there. Um, the other thing is all of our people are shipped out to Perilous Journey. And when they arrive, um, it's going to be claiming on the 16th. Um, and then we also just got announced today. Uh, that DeFi Kingdoms Crystal Veil will launch on March 30th. So pretty much saving all the news for one day, apparently, because uh, it's a shit ton of stuff, and I'm super pumped. Awesome, awesome. Hey, do do we have anything else? Because I feel like... And Jules just... up like 30% today. So. Boom! <laughs> Rip it! I was, wait, I, was wait, I was definitely waiting yeah, for that. They've had so. some, some, some fun-packed uh, days here for them. Awesome, awesome. And hey, by, if you guys at home haven't watched it, I would go follow DeFi Kingdoms on Instagram. They have a little trailer of, of Crystal Belt. Super it's cool. like I get I get RuneScape vibe, just the music and like watching it. Oh, yeah, it's I, cool. I, I can't I definitely cannot wait. So now that we're good on this, let's go ahead and jump back to our our guests that we have on the show. Excellent. Awesome, awesome. So We've been having this discussion. Uh, we actually are very close with one of your guys' very close friends, and it's the the Deadfellows community. I can I can come out and say that I did mint the little collaboration that you guys had with them. So it was very awesome to see uh, Deadfellows and you guys do that. So it was super, super cool, and I'm very excited to have you guys on the talk a little bit more about your guys' background as well as your project and the vision of your project. Awesome. Yeah, no, Deadfellas is uh, uh, pretty close to us just because we actually have one of our um, DAO members. Uh, it's one of the founders with Deadfellas, so that's why we're so tight. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. So uh, let's go ahead and get to it. So typically, again, on, on this show, we've, we've come to realize that a lot of us in the NFT space, a lot from investors to artists to founders, we grew up liking typically the the very similar things so because of those similarities from movies shows um collecting stuff uh even sports just overall pop culture um i would love to see or i'd love to hear the background story of how the heck did you get into the nft space and in the crypto side of things so we'll go ahead and start with whoever wants to go first no no fighting though <laughs> Do you want to go ahead, Chris, to start us off? Sure. Um, yeah, so I, I actually uh, got into this space through a friend of mine who was um, was was basically minting his art on Foundation. And he reached out to me. We were talking about doing work together. Um, I was like going to hire him at my previous agency that I was working for um, to do some 3d work. And he was like, Hey, have you checked out foundation? And I was like, I don't know what that is. He's like, it's an NFT platform. I was like, I don't know anything about NFTs. <laughs> so <laughs> I, um, I was like, I'd love to check it out. He sent me, um, you know, a creator invite so that I could actually mint stuff on the platform. And this was when there was like nobody, uh, really on there at the time. Like it was back okay. last February, um, when it was like brand new. 
And so I just started minting art on foundation and just kind of got addicted to it. I was like, man, this is, this is crazy. Like I'll put a piece up and somebody will just bid on it. I was like, people are just like, people are buying this, you know? And I didn't understand it. I was just kind of like, I, I had never really created art just to create and, and to sort of have fun and experiment. And I definitely had never had people that were interested in actually buying my art. Um, and so that's kind of how I got into it. And I just sort of fell in love with it. Um, and then became a, a, you know, pretty big collector, um, and, you know, started just collecting all sorts of stuff. And, and obviously then, you know, along came ultra Dow and Woody's and, you know, sort of all the, the stuff that came along there. Um, but that's how I got into it. Awesome. So let me ask you before we go into, into Richard's story. Um, so prior to getting into the NFT space, going through foundation, um, minting your art, buying art, collecting, were you ever into crypto before or no? I was, but it was a long time ago. So um, okay. I had kind of dabbled, you know, periodically here and there. And then 2017 came along and I was like heavy into crypto. Um, and then everything like crashed and I like, you know, I, I had bought um, ETH when it was like 1200 bucks. And then I sold it when I sold it when it was like $200, you know, like, I mean, it was, it was a disaster and I I got out of it. Yeah. And I got out of it and I was just like, oh man, that, that sucked. That was not fun. Um, but yeah, that, that was my experience with crypto up to that point. Like I knew a lot, you know, I, I'd done the research on the technology and I was pretty bullish on it. I just was not, an experienced trader at all at that time. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. I was going to say, since you said you, you were in crypto for a long time, I was going to say, then you're absolutely filthy rich, but then you decided <laughs> to buy ETH at 12 oh, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. sell it at 200. But again, no. And I had, I had dabbled before that. I mean, like yeah, back, yeah. you know, back years before that even, but I wasn't like, I didn't have money, you know, to like just uh-huh. throw into it. So, okay. Okay, well, Richard, let let's hear it on your side. Hopefully, you didn't buy ETH at twelve hundred and sold it at two hundred. But let's let's hear what you got on your side. Yeah, I think maybe I can start just going off the back of that. I I got in even before that when when ETH was less than a hundred bucks. <laughs> so I remember I remember those numbers um, very okay. well. Um, but I pretty much was the same. Like at the time, I didn't have a lot to to, to invest, so you know, I I only bought small amounts. And kind of when the crash came in two thousand seventeen, I was I was bullish on the technology as well. I was like, you know, I see the I see where this is going. And when everything started to crash, I kind of was like, okay, I'm I'm gonna just step away and pick this back up. You know, at some point else down the line um so i luckily didn't kind of do the panic selling um but i did kind of then step away for a little bit of time and just let things do its own uh thing and then kind of uh around i think christmas time like a year ago um i started hearing kind of this buzzword of nfts and started paying a little bit more attention again to crypto. I think it was kind of when some of the big, big um, institutional investors were starting to to talk about it, getting involved. And like I say, I seen started seeing stuff about NFTs and I was like, Hmm. And I'm a, a photographer myself. So 
kind of have that creative element there. Um, and then when I understood what an NFT was and kind of the use value of the technology, I was like, again, super bullish. I was like, this makes complete sense. And, yeah. you know, I can, I can merge my, my two worlds together. Um, so I just like Chris February last year, jumped on foundation pretty early on when no one was on there really, uh, especially not photographers. I think when I sold a piece of photography on there, that was, that was, uh, <laughs> pretty early days. Um, and then kind of, I spent a few months trying to sort of build up the photography side of things and the photography community and trying to onboard new people and host spaces, um, things like that. Um, and then, you know, I got invited to join the the DAO in, in July last year. And, and that's when I joined ultra DAO and, and, you know, from that Woody's was born and that's, that's where I am today pretty much. So awesome. Awesome. So let's, Hey, we're, that's a great segue straight into your guys's project that you guys are absolutely crushing and everyone knows about it. And one of the things that I actually wanted to talk to you guys about was when you guys I'm going to come out and say this when you guys were minting I was there I I wanted to do it I decided for some reason not to and it was because you guys were doing something different which was the mint passes right before your project Mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken correct so for me now thinking back at it I'm like oh that's this is something I haven't done before and now I'm like like RSG, you got to do things, Red Sox, you got to do things that are different in the space. And now I think back at it, I'm like, damn, I should have probably went with my gut. But um, one of the things that caught my eye with like your guys's collaboration as well with Dead Fellas and your guys's website is that you guys are the one project or one website of any NFT project that the process of getting an nft if it's claiming if it's buying whatever the case may be it's pure it it feels like you're just buying something that we've been able to do in the last 10 years of the internet and it was an unbelievable like way of doing it where you had a little cart you added everything to it and it was seamless seamlessly and it was super easy and when i think about it for someone that's outside of the nft world the way you guys did it was unbelievable because again it's something that is how what's the word i'm looking for crier it's relatable like easy ui and e- it's yeah yeah the e mm-hmm. the ui is easy it's extremely easy for someone that again like i said never been in the space just goes and does it super easy but when you tell someone hey you have to mint through the contract you have to um do this xyz you have to get a meta you have to do all this crazy stuff and again you guys made it super seamlessly to do all the stuff and I, again, I just wanted to give you guys props on that because it was a, definitely an awesome experience. And then as, as you, as you can tell from all our, a lot of Deadfella listeners that we have, Deadfellas actually did the same thing with you guys when they did their uh, Dead Friends. They had the same UI, everything like that. So it was, again, a super cool on my end to see that because you guys did an excellent job with that. Yeah, so um, just off that last comment, it was actually our team that, took that over to dead friends. So Bitcoin skin and Calvin yeah, who did that awesome. for what is, um, kind of did something really amazing. I think, um, it, it's interesting to hear your perspective, uh, coming from, from the other side of the project as well. You know, we 
haven't heard too much feedback, especially going back to September as well when we minted. But it's great to hear yeah. that because you know that that simplicity and, and ease of it all. You know, we know how complicated the space can sometimes get, but trying to For find sure. little areas where you can kind of make that as, as seamless and, and as easy as possible um, definitely worked in our favor. And and like you say, the the, the user interface on the website where it's a bit like what you're used to with, you know, when you're shopping on, you know, one of these online retailers and you have yep. the card and you can just check out. I think, uh, yeah, they, they, they did a great job. And, and we really kind of, when we were building out the project uh, back in the summer is we had spent some time doing some benchmark research where we looked a lot at a lot of other projects and kind of really took the time to look at what, they were doing well, areas that could be improved, how could we innovate? So we had a lot of discussions about the user experience, the community, and kind of making that whole that whole build up to the minting process, plus the whole public sale and, and the pre-sale and things. And how do we kind of deliver that as as in the most enjoyable way as possible? And I think, you know, that's kind of the feedback that we've received is people really do remember having a really nice moment when they were able to mint um their woodies so it's good to hear that again oh absolutely and crier if i'm not mistaken we at the time of the mint we both were looking at doing it we just for some reason i don't know yeah, i don't, I don't know. know what it was what i happened? don't know what it was <laughs> but i know that we had a lot of people from our nrn community our part of the community minted the whole nine yards and people would tell us and we just decided not to but again um, it's been super cool. Um, again, we everyone knows who Woody's are and what you guys have done. So one of the things that I'd love to uh, dive into is what you guys just did with reaching one of your goals that you've set out uh, in your roadmap and what you guys wanted to do. And I'll let you guys uh, talk a little bit about what you just achieved. And it was the the planting of, if I'm not mistaken, was uh, was it a thousand or a million trees? Which one was it? <laughs> it's a million. A yeah. million, right? Um, I did. I cut um, you guys short right there. A thousand? No, no, no. A million trees. Absolutely. Yeah, it was. It was um, a, a big part of our goal was to have like that charitable element um, that tied in with the the storyline of the project and tied in with you know the visuals and basically everything that that the project stands for. And, and we partnered with Trees for the Future um, before we minted and they were, you know, super keen to, to get involved. And they seen it more as a partnership where we would have this kind of ongoing relationship because, you know, we want to be able to see how these trees develop, you know, over the years to come as the project matures. And um, yeah, it, it, it went phenomenally well. I think we... We, we worked out roughly how much we wanted to donate from the sale and it equated to roughly 1 million trees. So that kind of was the campaign that we ran with. Um, and, you know, the, we fell short of that mark just because at the end um, of September, ETH had dropped in price. So we ended up only having enough ETH to donate uh, around about 860,000 uh, trees. So we kind of fell short of the 1 million and we were like determined to, to reach that goal. So in, in January, uh, we donated, um, some additional ETH and, and finally topped that up. And, uh, yeah, we can say like in, in the short space of like five months, we were able to achieve, um, that goal of, of, um, donating enough to, to plant 1 million trees. Um, 
And, you know, that was picked up just last week by um, Cointelegraph and, and it was also published in, a, in a, uh, the Chronicles of Philanthropy. So it's, it's quite a, a strong oh, yeah. narrative for the space and, and quite a positive one that we don't often hear. And, yeah, for sure. you know, they're about to start uh, the planting season next month. So we're actually going to start to see some movement on that as well. So super excited to, to follow that journey. Yeah, it's super interesting. Um, did you have any background with environmental um, reasons or any, any, like, why you built this project? Is that why you started this? Or um, give, give some background like, on the, environmental causes? Not especially. And, and Chris, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was just kind of we, we wanted to have some kind of positive impact, you know, in terms of trying to, I wouldn't say offset what we were doing because we haven't quite done that officially, but we were mindful of, of minting on Ethereum and, and kind of what that involves. And, you know, we wanted to um, have a positive impact in a way that we could, and it kind of fits with what the project's about. So that's kind of how we um, decided to have the charitable element and then focus on, on the trees. Um, yeah. I mean, I think the I think the big thing for us was just like, every project that was coming out, like people were just, you know, flaming them for all the environmental issues and, you know, Hey, the blockchain is destroying yep. the, the, the environment and killing the world. Yeah. Like it's, you know, it, 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 it had gotten to like this, this sort of peak level, I think really, I think yeah. like April uh, or May of last year. I remember that. Um, yeah. And all these companies, you know, they basically are like, Hey, we're doing a blockchain project or we're doing an NFT project. And then, their fans would basically just like revolt. And then the company's like, oh, hey, we're not doing that anymore, you know? <laughs> and so I think there's just a lot of misinformation. There's a lot of, um, you know, there's just a lot of FUD in the space around all of that until Ethereum finally gets to proof of stake, which has been promised for years. And, you know, hopefully it's coming. Um, but yeah, we just, I think we just wanted really to show that, that there can be a NFT project that can do something positive and, you know, and, and sort of give back in a, a way that none have really done before. Um, and yeah, we're, I mean, we're extremely proud of that side of it. I think like we could have done just about anything. Um, but I think like planting trees is just so perfect for the type of project that, that we're running. Um, and I think the people that are involved, all of our all of our community is just like super thrilled to be involved. Um, and the partnerships uh, that we've been able to sort of establish uh, have been really, really exciting uh, for them. Um, and the, the million trees is really just the, in my opinion, the tip of the iceberg for us. Like we're, yeah. we're going out and, and, you know, we're not stopping there. We're doing other, you know, other things as well, um, which will, you know, come to fruition, you know, later this year. And obviously with like the tree planting season, we'll be able to provide updates to the community as well. Yeah. Um, and they'll be able to actually see all of this play out, which is really cool. Excellent. Yeah. We very much didn't want to just donate the money and it kind of just then be, you know, in our history as something we did back in September and not really sort of uh, discussed ever again kind of so we were like how do we do this in, in a meaningful way and have it as a continual part of our storyline and and that's that's what we're trying to achieve so yeah we've definitely got more planned uh in the future excellent awesome awesome 
Are you guys, um, uh, in terms of like what you're producing for the future, is it going to be similar like donation-based stuff or is it going to be something where you're having a continuation of your project? Or I would say at the moment, um, so one of the things we just did was we partnered with another project called Nemus. And um, basically they are a project that have existed before NFTs and what they do is they buy land in the Amazon rainforest with the idea of protecting it um, and they've seen the power of the NFT space and what um, that's been able to do for for some projects especially like what we did for for trees for the future yeah so they've been building a kind of a digital equivalent of the land that they own in the Amazon with the idea that um, people could own the NFTs and and help with the governance of, of that land and protecting it and conserving it and then using the funds to buy further plots of land. So that's kind of an existing forest already, whereas with Trees for the Future, it's planting something completely new. So we're kind of yeah. just seeing what comes up in the space and seeing where we can provide support and, and kind of um, that's one of the ones that we've done more recently with, with a partnership. Um, and yeah, we, we regularly get other ideas come up, um, other projects reach out to us. Um, there's talks of, um, of putting something together for next month for, for um, Earth Day and things like that. So we do have some bits and pieces that we'll continually uh, keep working on. Awesome. Awesome. So um, I do have a question on my side for you guys. So on the side of the end of your guys's project and whatnot, have you guys, um, we always like to ask this to everyone that comes up because we're super excited about all the things that's going on in the, in the metaverse and all the things that are going in sandbox and Decentraland and all these other ones that are popping up every other day it looks like um have you guys uh taken the dive into either securing land or have plans about going into the metaverse um where exactly are we or are we all just going to go and hang out with um with dead fellas and psych and betty because they have all the <laughs> land in the world and every single meta and every single um and every single metaverse. metaverse so what do you what's your guys take on that so I think the, uh, the 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 thing that's interesting is like there's so many different ones popping For up, sure. and we don't really know which one's going to sort of oh, yeah. stand the test of time, right? And like be that place for everyone. And you know, we've got World Wide Web and Decentraland, and you've even got you know NFT worlds and all these different things sort of popping up. Sure. And so for us, what we what we sort uh, sort of started out with was we wanted to at least get to the place where we have 3D models of all Woody's um for, for our holders and so that's what we've been working on um so far and those are actually being built out right now and optimized for decentraland um Ooh. now that being said we don't quite know what else you know we're gonna do with them um, mm -hmm. other than we just want those models to just be ready for you to import uh in as many places as possible so um, you know, the plan was let's let's rig these up to work in Decentraland, get them integrated, and then from there we'll see where it takes us. Um, we may build our own metaverse. Uh, we may build on top of another. It, it just it depends. We're we're still trying to feel out the space and uh, sort of see what people latch onto and and what's successful. Mm -hmm. 
And we're also sure. sort of exploring all the other options, right? Like World Wide Web, we've been sort of behind the scenes thinking about, you know, what would it look like for us to, you know, to engage there? Uh, Sandbox, what would it look like for us to engage there? Um, haven't made any concrete decisions about that yet, but, you know, it's something that we're always listening to uh, the community and, and trying to decide what's in our best interest as a team to be focused on. Um, so yeah, for now it's, it's, uh, let's, let's start with those 3d models and then go from there. Yeah. That seems to be like, yeah, that's the kind of the key, the key thing is, is to create the 3d assets that they're ready to go. And then we can decide where we want to sort of adjust, uh, and which route to go down. Um, so yeah, we're working, working hard on that front. Awesome. Awesome. So um, that was actually going to tie into my my next question or more of a, a statement. We've had other founders of other projects. Um, one of them that comes to mind is uh, Sappy Seal and Wob. So his take on what's going on with the metaverse is very similar to what you said, Chris, where there's so many and we not all of them if not all of them, unless we're super lucky at picking, are going to be successful in three, four, five, 10, 15 years. So instead of just diving into like every single one or picking one in specific, what Wob and Sappy Seals and what they're doing over at Pixelverse is, hey, let's build our own metaverse. And exactly what you just said, where uh, that's on the table for you guys, you, depending on what goes on, hey, maybe the, the choice, the best choice is to create your own. But I do have to say, I've been playing the Alpha Seasons 2 for uh, Sandbox lately. And I can that's tell you guys polished. right now that your Woody's characters would look so awesome in Sandbox. Like it would be so cool to see it like the the voxelated uh woodies in all of these things. Actually the event or the the alpha day, what what is it, the fifth day, if I'm not mistaken, on, on March 9th, they had a massive zone where it was a complete forest. And I know for a fact that these woodies would look so cool in all the little <laughs> locations that I went and did the little the questing. Quest. So I definitely, if you guys are going sandbox way or you have something like you guys are trying to make something there, I cannot wait to see that because I, I really think that these could shine in sandbox uh, that from what I've experienced in sandbox the last few days. That's cool. Yeah, we haven't we haven't dove specifically into sandbox yet um, too heavily, uh, but it's it's interesting because, you know, even if you're like our, our big thing is getting people outside into like the real world. But even if yeah. you're in the That's even if true. you're in like the nature side of the metaverse, right, where you're like, you know, vibing out in Minecraft or, you know, in Sandbox or whatever, like they still have outdoor environments. Right. And mm -hmm. so the, the Woody's yeah. really, I think, fit perfectly into those environments. And like with our lore and, you know, all of the, the different traits and, you know, you've got mushroom uh, heads, you've got um you know all the different like hairstyles with leaves you know like they they just fit perfectly into that sort of forest environment um and i'm i'm really excited to see what they look like because we haven't really even pictured a voxelized uh, version of woody's yet i'm actually really excited to sort of see what that would look like um you know we ha we have been doing concept art for other stuff right like 3d and, and pixel mm -hmm. characters but that's about it uh so far I will say I did just pop up one of the renders, like the little things that you guys have showcased on your website as well as Twitter. The the 3D ones look so good. 
and they look great. And of course, I'm a big as I know a lot of the, the listeners can't see my face right now or my room. I'm a massive Marvel fan and anything very, very close <laughs> to my, my, my boy Groot. I'm I'm super excited. So <laughs> I definitely if I can get a little Groot walking around, like I said, in any of these metaverses, I think that'd be super awesome on my side. Maybe even get like a little a uh, little figure of a Woody. That'd be super cool. So um, a lot of uh, cool things are what if you got a real like a wood woody and that'd be i think that'd be unbelievable as well so a lot of awesome things um on your guys's side but um let's go ahead and uh stick in uh stick on the side of like this metaverse as well as just like like i said all these people that are in this space um we typically talk about the the video game side of it staying indoors um playing cards or collecting cards, all this stuff. But again, your guys' approach and what your your niche or what you're trying to aim for is for your community to go outside, to remember that there is an outside world <laughs> and all that good stuff. Remember, it does. there's actually sun outside of our rooms, even though it's extremely yeah. dark over here on the, on the east. Yeah, coast we're just and... trying to remind people to touch grass, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Touch grass, Ground smell grass. a little bit. There's, a, there's, gra- there's, there's rain outside, maybe run around in it a little but um what i love in the approach that you guys are doing is these um these real life events that all these communities are doing from uh i know me and crier we went to miami for art basil and we saw like the miami scene of what an nft community can be but one of the things that you guys like that uh, like to highlight is the outdoors aspect of a community and what you can do with that so meeting individuals that again enjoy the same thing so what if you guys have you done in real life events with like let's say at nature walk or going to do something uh charity work what what have you guys done with that side so two two almost two weekends ago a group of woody's holders got together in southern california and went uh, hiking um so this was kind of the first community-led initiative that that um formed so uh, I think they did a lot of talking uh, as well as hiking, but uh, apparently the, <laughs> they enjoyed it a lot. And uh, to finally put some some faces to profile pictures was was quite fun from from the feedback Absolutely. we've heard. And Absolutely. you know the, 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 the community part. are really yeah the community are really inspired to kind of get together and do these things. And we've actually just set. Um, the second community-led initiative, which is um, a hiking and camping weekend in North Carolina. So one of our community members kind of put that itinerary together and um, that's planned for April. Um, and then I'm here in, in Europe and a few of us have talked about getting together in the summer to do some hiking in Austria. So there's, there's definitely real life things happening that aren't official woodies related um in the sense of our kind of roadmap because on that we do have some official woodies um get togethers planned but actually these first two are you know community-led so just people who want to get together with other woodies holders and and enjoy the outdoors together so it's really really awesome and really inspiring to to see um yeah really impressive absolutely what what i love about that is like i said it's a niche so like when an individual in the nft space they're a collector but they 
they gravitate towards your project because of the fact that the nature aspect of it, and then you see your community members do that and they create their mm-hmm. own event going and hiking. And it's based, the reason why they did that event to go hiking is based on the Woody's lore and what mm-hmm. the Woody's stand for and what you guys stand for. So uh, it's, it's just a testament of if you have some, if you have a specific thing that you're selling or you're promoting or you're creating or whatever it is, there's going to be people in the world that will gravitate to it and either buy it, uh, be- become a community of it, and all that good stuff. So I think it's just it's super cool and and like we we a lot of people fail to uh, fail to remember is that we do need to actually still go outside and do active things so that we can have a good time indoors and live a long life and collect nfts and trade crypto and all that for a very long time yeah for sure awesome yeah, awesome so um, let me ask you this on the side of what you guys are doing right now, what are those like right now, the next step is the 3d renders and besides the 3d renders, do you guys have anything else cooking up for your, for new investors that are just listening or, or new uh, community people that want to buy into your project or, or, or to the people that are already part of your community? Like what do you guys have next other than the 3d render and things like that? I don't know if you want to take this one, Chris. Yeah, so I mean, we we have a uh, we have a few things lined up. So the first is the the 3D project, obviously, is going to drop, and that's going to be um, something that that all holders can take advantage of and and get their you know their their equivalent like Woody in in 3D. Um, and then outside of that, we also um, are doing a, a comic, so we're going to airdrop a comic. Um, and we haven't decided if it's uh, going to be in like pages, like like different parts of the comic are going to be airdropped at different times or all at once. Um, but we are going to do that airdrop for holders. So if you're holding on to a Woody, you will get that for free. Um, and you know the price right now is is low enough that I think people uh, can reasonably get in um, to the community and and not really. It's not you know it's not a dead fellas where it's like two ETH minimum or whatever it is now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of like really cool benefits coming in the next few months. Um, in addition to the 3d and the airdrop, uh, of the comic. So there's some stuff I can't really even talk about yet. So I'm going to, I'm going to refrain from dropping alpha and I'm going to pass it to Richard if he wants to say anything additional. I would say, um, in the coming weeks, we'll, we'll start to take, um, pre-orders for our, uh, merch for our Woody's holders. Um, We've okay. been hard at work putting nice. that together pretty much since launch. And because we want to tie it into, you know, the ethos of, of the brand and Woody's and this kind of environmental um, side of things, we've been very cognizant of the fact of that we want that to, you know, pass through all of the channels that we're working on and merch was one of them. So we've been slowly kind of putting everything together and, and doing the right kind of things and research to find and source you know, suppliers who can help um, find us products and stuff that that align with those um, values. So it's kind of almost ready to go in that sense. And it would basically be a, um, a merch collection that's very much focused on being um, or having elements of being eco-friendly and sustainable. So 
Um, we kind of didn't want to rush to get the merch out just for the sake of getting it out. So we've been really putting things in place and taking our time building that. Um, and we, you know, we see it being a, a long-term uh, part of the project is having different um, merch drops and things like this. So we want to get everything in place to start with and make sure we're using the right people that just aligns with the project and, and that kind of stuff. So that's another thing that's, you know, almost probably in the next few weeks, be ready to, to go as well. Um, so I'm super excited to get my hands on personally, some, some merchandise. Um, I think there's, there's a few bits within the merch that, um, kind of align with what you see in the Woody's collection. So you, you can kind of almost be seeing parts that your, your Woody's would be wearing. Um, but then there's some other cool stuff as well coming. Um, so I would say like merch is, is pretty much uh, in the immediate future as well. Um, cool. Yeah. And then we have a few other things, but yeah, let's keep those as surprises. <laughs> Listen, for all, for all the, the Woody, right? for all the Woody community people listening to this podcast, just know that I tried. I tried to get some alpha. Get some extra. They're they're holding off a little bit, but just uh, again, we have awesome things for. Uh, they have awesome things for you guys that are gonna come. I mean, out. to be fair, you didn't Ooh. you didn't try you didn't try that hard. You tried <laughs> I mean, like very little. I mean, I didn't want to step on toes. Like I can go in. Hey, listen, let's. Yeah. You know what? How about you give us a little bit, just a little. Here we go. Is there ties with? Just a squeeze here. I'm gonna. This is my 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 second effort into it. Is there anything in the next coming weeks? Can we have like a a word or a like metaverse or merchandise or collaboration? Can we have like a word that kind of hints into what's what's in the upcoming weeks for uh, for Woody holders? Well, I mean, collaboration is good. I mean, that's a that's a word. Ooh. That's a good word. Like that is it. a word. Yeah. That's a great word. I think yeah. that's a great word because again, your me exper- or both myself and Cryer, we've experienced already one of your collaboration, and it was unbelievable. Yeah. And it was with Dead Fellas. So if you're telling me there's a second one coming up, not again, not with Dead Fellas. I did not say that, but with someone else or maybe Dead Fellas. Um, there's I a think second it's- one. There's a second one coming, not with Dead Fellas, but it is going to be. I would say like. It's on, it's, it's right up there. I actually, like, I don't want to, I don't want to disrespect any artist, uh, at all, but like, I, I would put it a notch above, like the art is, um, it's killer. Like it is, it is insane. (laughs) Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm particularly stoked about this one. All right, all right. Well, look, look what happens I, when I try to get a yeah, little squeeze more. A little bit we, we, get, we get a little bit into it. You I, just I want me to, to work stop. a little harder. Yeah, I, I had to just work a little bit harder. I got it. Can I try again? Can we get something else? Or is that where we got to stop? No, nah, I think we're good. I think That's we're good right on that. There. I, would, I actually think we ran out. No. Yeah, I would just say, um, yeah, our, our community members know this, but I would just say it anyway that you know we hold weekly a campfire council on a Thursday. And this kind of is where the community can hear what we've been doing week to week and they can actually hear the kind of the intricacies of of putting a project together and, and, you know, the the ins and outs of it, the ups and downs. And they really get a good insight as to what we're doing um, behind the scenes. 
And I think that's really helped reassure the community that we are building no matter what, because every week they can check in and kind of hear what's been happening. So I would say if you do want to keep up to date and, and find out what's been happening on a week to week basis, just to join the campfire council. And sometimes we do drop some alpha in there. So <laughs> it's always worth turning yeah, up. Kind of go into one of those. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, again, guys, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast with us. For the all the listeners, the Twitter for the Woodies is at Woodies NFT. What we'll go ahead and do also for Chris as well as Richard, we will put all of these um all the links to their Twitters and everything like that on the description on the podcast. So you guys can go ahead and click on that and be ready for it and be ready for the, the key word is collaboration in the next few weeks with I, her. So we, I can give you a, I can give you another just to round things off from, from my side. Um, <laughs> it, I, I just realized it, it, it might be useful for your community of listeners is um, we have something coming up probably in t tomorrow's Campfire Council, uh, regarding uh, game development grants. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. for all the listeners, tune in to their Campfire ca uh, Council tomorrow, and which mm -hmm. is what you guys will be listening to this podcast. So today, you guys better right. go to their sp – it's on Spaces, correct? Or is it on Discord? Yeah, it'll be a, yeah, it'll be a Spaces. Mm -hmm. It will be a spaces. So again, head over to Woody's NFT. That is their Twitter. And we will link it in the description for you guys to do it. But again, Richard, Chris, it was a pleasure. Uh, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast and also giving us a little bit more um, alpha and making me work for it too. Cause I think that was, that's that was the cute. next push that I needed, but <laughs> um, again, for all the for all the listeners, um, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Nerd FT Radio. Remember to like, subscribe, uh, and like all the episodes, and we'll get you guys next week at another episode. Peace. Later. Thank you. Thank you.